and welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is influenza. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right. So for those of you who can hear it in my voice, I have a horrible case of respiratory influenza. And um, that's not great. It's not great. I had uh, RSV as a child and asthma. And so for me to get a respiratory influenza is a pretty dangerous thing, or it can be. Um, I was able to, to kind of jump on the medication wagon pretty early in the process, and that's helped quite a bit. And I'm quite grateful for modern medication and modern medicine since... If this was 100 years ago, influenza was one of the leading causes of death back then, so I'm glad that's not the case anymore. But I actually want to talk about what I've learned while being quite ill, and if I cough or sneeze during this podcast, I'm going to do my best to cut it out. So if all of a sudden there's an abrupt jump from one topic to another or something along those lines, just that's what happened. So um, first thing I learned on influenza while I'm sick with influenza is that when you're a very small team... One person getting sick and being bedridden is a very expensive and difficult problem to have because a lot of things don't happen when you're a three-person team and a third of your workforce is out sick. Now, I'm really, really hoping I can just keep it isolated to myself and that Leah, my wife, and Sarah, the person who works upstairs in our upstairs shop, uh, doesn't get sick as well because that would be a real problem. Um, Another factor of influenza that I was not, didn't really anticipate and I should have is that if you're having any sort of stocking or inventory problems or there's you're having difficulty keeping track of what you need to order, it gets a lot more complicated when you have a fever and you can't think straight and all of a sudden all of the little things like those details suddenly kind of disappear out the window. So during that time, I would suggest getting a good notebook and writing things down because you'll be amazed at how fast you forget things when you're exhausted and have a fever. Another factor that I think really matters in all of this is that, um, well, how to phrase this, when in the best of circumstances there are times when your patience will be tested in business, there will be certain things that go wrong or certain questions that get asked that just confound and frustrate you. And when you're sick, your patience and your ability to deal with those kinds of problems kind of drops to nothing. And so you need to be on guard and paying attention so that when you are sick and, you know, the inevitable mistake or the inevitable problem happens, you are able to mitigate your your immediate reaction, which may not be as tempered as you would like it to be otherwise. Regardless of all of this, these are some very common sense things, but it, it matters. You know, being sick is a, always an inconvenient problem to have. And when you're in a small business, it's even more inconvenient because it's not like there's a lot of people who can pick up the slack in some cases. Some of the things that you do may be completely and totally your own thing, and people don't necessarily know how to replace that or to do that in your stead. And, you know, first and foremost, this is actually showing me a little bit where our company has weaknesses and, you know, the inability to cover some of my my, da- my duties is, is important for us to kind of realize. 
because I'd like to believe that everyone in the company could be, you know, not replaced, but could be, you know, you could pick up the slack for if they were out sick. And so this is a good opportunity to really practice that. Another thing that I think it's been an interesting thing to think about is if you're in a team and someone is sick and is out sick and you are able to pick up the slack for them, that really, really turns you into a truly valuable team member. And that is a, that is a thing that is better than being good at your job, I think, is being able to pick up the slack in other people's jobs too. Um, that makes you truly indispensable. So keep that in mind if you're on a team and someone's out sick and you can help pick up the slack for them. It may seem like a you know, waste of your time, but it's definitely not. So keep that in mind. A lot of things have been happening these last couple of days with the company and there's, we've had another, I don't understand it fully, but it's like we'll have these cycles where we'll all of a sudden have two really good weeks and then we'll have two really bad weeks back to back and I just don't fully get why. You know, at first I thought it was circling around pay periods, but it's, I don't know if that's really the case because it doesn't seem to be quite that cyclical or quite that perfect. I don't know if that has something to do with holidays, but it's it's been very strange and I've been trying to figure it out and I haven't had good answers for that. But there's a lot of things this week that are important and they're very time sensitive and they're always expensive and keeping track of all of that while I'm fighting this illness has been frustrating at best. And I'm really at my wits end and it's like all I want to do is go to sleep and, you know, deal with this next week. But I don't really think that that's an option for me because as much as I'd like to as much as I'd like to do that, there are definitely a lot of parts of this business that we are just understaffed for. And so here we are fighting the good fight. And this actually brings me back to my my other point or my last point, because this is going to be a little shorter episode because I want to go back to bed, um, is that with, with growth, there comes a lot of advantages and disadvantages. This is something Gary V actually pointed out couple of months back. And when I heard it, I thought to myself, yeah, but I don't know. I want to get big. And, you know, he, uh, he pointed it out then and I didn't take his advice then. And his advice was don't underestimate the power of a single person company making $250,000 a year. It may not be better than a three person company making a million dollars a year. And when I heard that, I thought to myself, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't you want to be the million dollar company, right? You make more money. And what he really meant by that was when you're in a bigger company, things are more expensive, mistakes are more expensive, times are, deadlines are so much tighter and the pressure just mounts. And, you know, it's like if we were, you know, a little one person company just piddling along, I could like take a week off and yeah, it'd be an expensive week, but you know, we'd be back on the horse the next week. But it's like now if we, you know, take I take a week off, it's a much more intensive problem. So if you're a small company and you're wishing you were bigger, just keep in mind that it's not always better. And that's something to, to never undervalue because it matters. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in tomorrow for our next topic. Actually, I can't promise that I'll do another podcast tomorrow. I'm pretty tired, but I'll try. And uh, don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co. Or you can contact us via our Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals, and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible, but I do appreciate your patience. If you think I deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community, and word of mouth is still the best form of advertising, so please tell your friends. 
That being said, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community and I want to give you guys what you want. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our bulk discounts available. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.